Welcome, everybody, to McGuire Moments Podcast, Episode 10. I am Josh Antoon, Director of Risk Management. And for those loyal listeners, I am by myself today. CEO Chris Shea could not make this recording. So guess what that means, guys? When the cat is away, the mice will play. You guys know, like, the morning zoo radio? That's what it's going to be like. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. Right, Nadine? 100%. 100%. And by the way, our guest is Sister Grace Marie. Hello, everybody. I'm not sure how wild it'll get with Sister Grace here. Be yourself. That's right. Okay. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, I appreciate anyone who downloads and listens to our podcast. So today we'll go over some news, do some shout outs. We'll talk to Sister Grace about the Flish and Sisters and what she does here at McGuire. Um, and then I myself am doing the music trivia this month so it's not going to be an 80s movie that that song is coming from we're doing 90s that's where that's where i really became formative and really got into movies was the 90s era so i've got a got a song for everybody from 1990s all right we'll move to mcguire news so there is not a ton of news to go over right now but one big event did happen over the weekend. On Saturday, uh, the 24th, we did have the annual McGuire Memorial Auction. And I was there. Sister Grace was in attendance. Um, a couple things from the event itself. First off, it was a great event. It takes place at the Omni William Penn Hotel. Beautiful venue. Uh, great service. Uh, the numbers were fantastic. I think we've been doing... Uh, the auction for 20 plus years, maybe right around 20 years. And I think these, this is one of the highest, definitely highest in the last few years. So we had a lot of people coming. The most we had of employees that were in attendance, which was great. So a lot of people that have seen what McGuire does uh, got to meet the employees that make it happen, which was fantastic. It seemed like everyone had a really great time. Our, the guest speaker was one of our individual's fathers, Mr. Bill Budd, and he had just an amazing speech and told the story of him and his daughter and their journey to McGuire. And I think it really touched everyone uh, deeply and personally just because he was very, very candid about his journey. And um, yeah, it was very nice. Did, did you have any thoughts on that, sister? He spoke beautifully and gave a beautiful shout out to the staff and all the, the direct care people, especially for the love and the care that Shannon has experienced. Yeah, those of you that just have never been to McGuire, you've just happened across our podcast. Um, I think one of the big things is we try to make this very much of a family, like the love and care and kindness that we have for each other. And I, th I think uh, Mr. Bud really, really expressed that well. So the next big thing for the auction, I I'll just throw this out there right now, is um, another large event is the annual golf outing and that will be in june at some point i don't know the exact date we'll get those dates in the future uh so if anyone wants to attend and try try their hand at the links i believe is the phrase for those of you who don't know i do not golf whatsoever so i don't know any any phraseology at all you yell for at some point i think that's all i know and caddyshack's a great movie uh, any other news about that will, will be in the coming episodes. So now we're going to move to shout outs. As everyone knows, I like to go through each individual program and kind of uh, give shout outs to people, things that are notable, events that are coming up. The first program I'm going to go over is the LEAP program. So uh, one of the big things that they have coming up at the end of this month is the Easter program. They participate and facilitate the Easter program that 
employees are involved in, individuals are involved in. It's kind of uh, run by Sister Sister Grace. So um, oh, she's giving me a look like I don't know what I'm talking about. Not run, but she definitely contributes to it a lot. So um, that'll be coming up at the end of this month, right, Sister? Yes, we're working on it as we speak. Um, next, the, the LEAP program, they're having their annual St. Patrick's Day dance on March 15th. So be sure to wear green. And then finally, on uh, March 21st, they have Rock Your Socks Day to celebrate World Down Syndrome Day, which I didn't know this was something. So you wear wacky socks to support the awareness of uh, Down Syndrome. So that's, that's a couple of things that the LEAP has going on. They do want to give out a couple shout outs to Amy Golden. So she is our new greenhouse instructor. Uh, it's been noted that individuals are really starting con- to connect with her greenhouse lessons, and she's really making that um, uh, that program flourish or flowerish. Get it? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's right, guys. I'll be here all week. Try the veal. The next shout out is Joanne Stone. She also is new to the LEAP program uh, as a float instructor, and she's just been doing a really great job filling in gaps that we need here at the main campus program and the LEAP at Ada Drive program. So uh, shout out to both Amy and Joanne. Uh, next, uh, going to the ICF, shout out to all the Night to Shine volunteers. If, you, if anyone remembers, last month we talked about uh, the Night to Shine event that happened it was sponsored by the tim tebow foundation and we went to a uh, a church in swickley i believe is is who held it and it's pretty much uh like a night to party and have fun kind of like a mini prom that uh, our individuals attend so there's a long list of people that got everyone ready for that special night there was wes newton tanya dunn joel garcia and tammy singletary cecil christopher kelsey edinger and elena geddes they all three of them helped and attended the event as well so uh, it was a great night for all of our individuals here at the ICF. And then I know the community home had a lot of people that participated and, and helped as well. So thank you to all those who helped our individuals have a great night out for the Night to Shine event. Also, we want to say thanks to Marilyn Lefevre, Pam Cornelius, Brittany Reeder, Christian Oliver, Cecil again, Elena, Kelsey, Gina Garofalo, Amy Rodas, Jamie Schmid, and Charlotte Crawford, all for adjusting their schedules and stepping in uh, as residential managers when needed. I know we had a gap there as well in terms of our workforce, so thank you for all of those people for uh, going the extra mile and filling in where we needed to. And since we had, so I'm talking about having to fill in for a, a gap in the workforce there, we do want to welcome aboard to McGuire Memorial the new night residential manager, Latanya Owens. So uh, welcome her, and uh, we look forward to working with her. Next, I'm going to go to the school. So the school has started something called Mission Makers. It's one thing that they they do monthly. They identify people that have been shining through their work and going the extra mile, everything like that. So uh, in February, the Mission Makers were the staff of room 227. So I uh, want to thank the teacher of that room, Morgan Redrup, and the behavior techs, Alex Grease and Brian Weaver. Uh, room 227 staff members are being honored for creating a warm, loving classroom environment and being truly flexible in encouraging all students' efforts. Morgan, Alex, and Brian are very responsive to their students' cues. They do a great job differentiating and giving each student in their classroom opportunities to practice their own communication systems, whether those are speech, sign, augmentative devices, or a combination of all those methods. Despite staffing and coverage issues, Morgan and Alex consistently keep up a positive, productive approach and have done a great job looping in the new staff member, Brian, into the classroom routines and processes. 
All three staff members intentionally protect the dignity of their students and treat everyone with respect and compassion. So that, that sounds great. You know, sometimes it's it's a it's a challenge working with some of our individuals. So I always love to hear when people go above and beyond and then also bringing in a new person. So uh, shout out to those three mission makers from the school. And finally, at the EOC, shout out to DSP's Ashton, Hunter and Madison. They are working together. They're flexible, always going above and beyond to ensure all the individual's needs are met. And then also Amy Baker for um, going the extra mile to identify each individual's talents and abilities and ensuring all individuals' ideas are heard. So once again, it's just everyone does goes above and beyond, and uh, I love to highlight people such as this. All right, now we're moving into McGuire neighborhood. So like I said, we have Sister Grace Marie here in the studio to talk a little bit about uh, how she got involved with the sisters, how she came to McGuire, and the work that she does here. So, welcome, Sister Grace. Thank you very much. I must admit, this is a first for me. Podcasts, the wave of the future. <laughs> so, why don't you just tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the Felician Sisters? Well, I was taught by the Felician Sisters from second grade through high school and just enjoyed watching how they taught how they took care of each other they were just joy-filled people and I was attracted to that Uh, as a junior in high school and a senior when we began talking about colleges and where do we go from here I made a deal with my parents that I would go to college for a year if I liked it I would stay But if I wanted to go to the convent, I would go with their blessing. And so I went to Indiana University of Pennsylvania, had a marvelously grand time. My parents still don't know everything I did. If they did, I'd probably be the only college freshman who was homeschooled. (laughs) Hey-oh! Sounds like some wild stories there. (laughs) Yes, none of which can I repeat. After a year of college and many experiences that I'm very grateful that I had, I entered the community and have been there ever since. I've had several ministries. I started out as an elementary teacher, mostly in first grade. And when I got the hang of that, I, I was assigned as a principal. Then I got the hang of that and I uh, took a whole other turn and became a counselor in a program called Girls Hope for girls who come from very dysfunctional families. The funding for that program dried up and I was accepted as an academic coach for the Diocese of Pittsburgh. So I worked in a couple of Catholic schools in the diocese, helping teachers teach better. And then the funding for that was earmarked for another purpose, and I found myself unemployed, and that's how I wound up at McGuire. And you came to McGuire in... 2015, is that right? 17. 2017. Got it, got it. So um, what were your expectations coming to McGuire? Had had you uh, 
like visited the campus at all? Had you worked with our individuals at all? I'm just curious what what your expectations were coming in to the company. Honestly, mm-hmm. I had no clue. Oh yeah. Yes, one of the sisters suggested that I call Sister Thaddeus when I lost the job as the academic coach. And I kind of balked at the idea because I have no training for working with our individuals and I had no clue what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. So I made a promise to her that I would call and I did. And when Sister returned the call, she said, I have two openings and I know the one I want for you. So I came, had an interview, and eventually got hired. I had no idea what a mission leader was and what I was supposed to be doing. I met with the person I was following and that didn't turn out very well. There was not much help there. So I kind of just created the position. And now I am just totally enjoying it. Excellent. Um, so since we're on the your, your current position now, Director of Mission and Mission Leader, can you explain to the audience exactly what you do and what you help organize and your relationship to like the individuals, the different departments and that type of um, direction? Yeah. <laughs> it's a mouthful. mouthful yeah, it's a mouthful. <laughs> Basically, my role is to make sure that all of the employees, the staff, everybody in every program all over the McGuire family has an understanding of who the Felician Sisters are, what we hold dear, our vision, our mission, our values. In order to do that, we have a committee composed of people from almost all of the departments and every McGuire program. We meet once a month and discuss ways that we can get the word out. We do that through information in the Tuesday packet. We do it through bulletins. And we also sponsor different events. We prepare a prayer service for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter, and things in between. We've had a waffle breakfast. Right now, we're in the process of putting together a health fair. We've done a bonfire. Whatever way we can to help people come to know why we're here and enjoy the ride. And then there's also a, a yearly theme that it's everything's kind of like uh, rotated around. Not necessarily the, the holiday prayer uh, services, but it's more more about uh, Mission and Heritage Week. That's kind of what it leads up to. Is this correct? Yes. What is the theme for this year? Currently, the theme is reverencing others. So we've been focusing on diversity and what a blessing diversity can be different ways that people are diverse and how to respect that difference and make the most of it and how to use diversity to build up programs and relationships. Excellent. I I always look forward to like the announcement of the new themes because they're just, they're very uh, like not, they're broad, but then they're also specific and, and relevant to teaching a mission and passing on a mission and, and the values of the Flish and Sisters. Yes. So. The theme for next year is going to be a real winner. 
Um, next year, the Felician Sisters are celebrating 150 years in North America. Wow. Yes, and I was there for most of them. <laughs> but uh, the theme is about rejoicing in the Lord's blessings. And McGuire certainly has enough reasons to rejoice. So we are incubating ideas as to ways to celebrate not only the Felicians being in North America for that long, but just celebrating the existence of McGuire and the work that we do and the people we work with and the people we work for. Sounds great. I'm looking forward to all the events around that. Um, but speaking of events, we have one coming up here in a couple of weeks, don't we? The health fair. Yeah, can you talk on that a little bit? Yes. It's cost me half a bottle of Excedrin and <laughs> various conversations with numerous people. We're trying to arrange activities that would reflect the theme of body, mind, and spirit. So some of the things that we have in the planning stages will address those three body parts. And it's going to be on Friday, March 8. We'll begin at 10 and finish at 3. Everybody is welcome. Any special guests, anyone coming from outside the McGuire community to this? Yes, but that's a surprise. Oh, man. I almost spilled it, guys. Actually, I have no idea who it is. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger coming? He's going to show us how to like do power lifts and such. He couldn't come yet. A previous engagement. Got it. Got it. Got it. I was. I. I could always hope. So the one thing I always like to ask our guests: What is your favorite? You've been here since 2017. What is your favorite memory that you've had so far? My favorite memory is a football game. Oh yeah. Yes. I don't think I'll ever see a football game like that one. It was a beautiful fall day. And this was before the LEAP program was divided. So everybody was here. There were two teams, but there was no distinguishing attire. So you couldn't tell who was on what team. The game was held in the back parking lot between the building and the pavilion. Every individual who wanted to participate had an escort, and they lined up between the building and the pavilion, and they were off. There was an enormous plastic foot with a rod in the heel and this overgrown football. Somebody would drop the football. Another staff would help an individual hold the rod to kick it. The ball went flying and so did our individuals. <laughs> they were all over the place. <laughs> I couldn't even tell where the football was, big as it was. There was a score, but I couldn't tell you what it was. I could never see where the goal line was. But everybody was having fun, and the individuals were smiling. They were running out of face. They, they were smiling so much. We even had cheerleaders. I thought so. Yeah, I was yeah. about to ask. I thought we had some cheerleaders involved with this, with this event. Now, they had shirts. They all had the same shirt. There was 
this enormous boombox that was playing I have no clue what. And they had pom-poms. And as much as they could, they were waving them all over the place. (laughs) It didn't matter who had the ball or who scored. They were just cheering. It was wonderful just to see the happiness and the excitement on our individuals. When we say we try to make them, give them experiences so that they will live life to the fullest, we're not joking. That is true. And and for that event, I just want to... uh, uh, commend the instructors of the leap program who put that together and it was a it was quite the big event and um, their hard work definitely helped and the and the direct care as well being good participants with our individuals you know just to create a great time for them yeah that was the reward for all their efforts was to see the joy and excitement and a sense of accomplishment on the faces of our individuals Thanks, Sister Grace. That's great. I kind of forgot about that, so I'm glad you brought that memory up in that event that we did. So, puts a smile on my face. Yay. Thank you, Sister Grace, for joining us for McGuire Moments. You're very welcome. As everyone knows, Chris is a big fan of the 80s and 80s music, and that's primarily what this Name That Tune trivia has been about. Well, guess what? He's not here, so I'm going to do it. And this is a song that is from a 90s movie. So, like I said, that was when I became really big fan of movies and music and everything. So this will be a song from a 90s movie. And don't forget, you have to email me at jantoon, A-N-T-O-O-N, at mcguirememorial.org with the name of the song, the name of the artist, and finally... Name that 90s movie it was used in. All right, that's it. Just 30 seconds of it. That's all I'm giving everybody. I will give a little hint. Um, When I was in college, posters from this movie was pretty much in everyone's dorm room. It became quite the cult hit. And I'll tell you one thing. When I played this song for Nadine and Sister Grace earlier, they had no idea. So, guys, it might be a tough one. might be a toughie. So, once again, email me at jantoon.com. A-N-T-O-O-N at mcguirememorial.org. This will be in the show notes. And don't forget, you have to have the name of the song, the artist, and finally, the movie that it was used in. Now, the winner from the song from last month, almost forgot to do that for you guys, but the winner from last month is John Ball. The song was Power of Love by Huey Lewis and the News from Back to the Future, one of my favorite movies growing up i probably watched that vhs tape until it ran ran out that's how much i love that movie so i knew that one right away like the one song that i knew that chris played that i knew from the beginning so there we go uh but yes john ball you won it for the month of february so that brings a conclusion to uh our our episode uh chris normally ends the uh, podcast with a prayer sister if you wouldn't mind giving a prayer that would be great surely Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together. 
We ask you to bless all of those who are listening, and we thank you for their service, their commitment, and their dedication to God's most vulnerable children. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nadine. Thank you, Sister Grace. Thank you.